I, I noticed that kind of um, imagination, creative side starts to really kick in. Shower wisdom. And we call it shower wisdom. But when we really looked at it, that's when Erica gets into that relaxed mode, when she's not focusing on actions that she needs to do and cortisol's high, she starts to drop in and starts to relax and gets into her body. That's where all the really great ideas come from, the creativity. And I guess that would be part of that prefrontal cortex, that that part of the brain that can imagine and, and mm. solve problems and, yeah. and all those kind of things. Creative. And it drops in during those times. And that's really where we started the Queen of Confidence because I remember you were having a shower and you yeah. ran downstairs going, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to do this new business, right? Yeah. And that really set us on this this journey. And and so we can, <laughs> I, would, I would say to her, you know, those those shower moments, although that time to wind down is really imperative for us as humans because it's where we give ourselves an opportunity to reflect. Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, queen, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you, I'm a confidence coach, a business mentor, a speaker, an author, and I am obsessed with women standing up, showing up, and creating their confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello and welcome to the podcast. We've got a special guest here today. What up, everybody? You haven't been on here for a while. It's been a while. What you been doing? Well, you know, you've been doing your thing, doing all big things, oh, having all these up. different people on your <laughs> podcast. Nobody cares about me anymore. Oh, I love you, honey. Uh, there was a time when you used to beg me to be on this podcast and now... It's like, oh, no, he's begging me. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> we're super happy to have Hamish Quamer, my beautiful husband Hamish and Quamer. business partner. Um, we got a, this was something that I wanted to talk about a lot because I suck at this and Hamish is very good at this. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've worked on it more than yep, you have. You, you, you have. And I think it's your true nature much more than it is my true nature. So I wanted to share this episode with you guys because I think a lot of us who listen to this podcast are living very busy lives and are doing a lot. We are human doings and we're like out there in the world making it happen. Business, kids, life, all the things happening, work, relationships. And I had a beautiful listener, Rowan, shout out to you, Rowan, who said, hi, I listen to your podcast and I would love a podcast episode talking about finding the time to be with yourself and tapping into your intuition while living a busy life when it's hard to find time. And Rowan said, uh, for me, I do my best thinking when it's in the morning and I'm in my car parked with my coffee. But lately I've been working so much I haven't been able to do that. Mm. I just want to say that's not enough either. Like parked in your car with your coffee, that's your time for yourself. How do we make it where that's not on the way to work or on the way to doing something, right? So I'm happy that you've got some time for yourself, but let's make it, I'd love to talk about with you today, how we don't make that a priority and how it's like, I'll have time with myself on my way to work 
or five minutes before yeah. I get in the house, right? So I wanted to do this podcast and talk about this with you. And I am going to say right now that I am not a masterful at this. Uh, the masterful expert that that we just brought on is Hamish Quema. Okay, <laughs> Hamish Quema. That's what our son calls him, Hamish Quema. Um, it's not me, so I'm not telling you to do shit because I am still struggling, and Hamish is helping me. And right now, this this topic is really juicy for us in our house and in our family. Mm. So. Why do we struggle, or better yet, tell us about the going inside and getting quiet. As Rowan said, like, it's a busy life. How do we make time for ourselves to tap into our inner intuition and give ourselves time when we're living this crazy-ass busy life? Look, I, I, think, I think it's more deeper than that. I, I really do think that it's not really a question about going deep inside i think a lot of people truly don't want to go deep inside for fear of maybe what they may find in here and look through my practice and through the work that i do i spoke about this with one of my clients um i spoke about that with a client in depth and and one of the things i think stops a lot of people from going in and this may be unconscious in most cases yeah i think is the fear of what they would find in there or this kind of idea that if i do go in and if i do slow down um i won't be able to put myself back together again Mm. and when you're thinking about being caught up in a busy life and being under pressure for time it's often like well i don't have the time to really go in there and sit with what's present right because it's going to take a long time Mm -hmm. so i so i think a lot of people are reluctant to go in or if they do go in it's it's very superficial and I think because they're trying to be efficient with their time. So I'm going to efficiently go in, as in I'm going to get to the surface level. Yeah. But often I don't think we go in deep enough to really connect with anything deep. Mm. Because when you do connect with something deep within yourself, it often leads to a change of perspective mm. and a change in behavior. And that's really what is required because most of us will know that living this kind of hectic life mm. Um, is not good for us long-term. It's not good. Keep, keeping our body in a consistent state of stress yeah. is, is eventually going to impact us. And we know that literally yeah. <laughs> 90% of um, illnesses are directly or indirectly correlated yeah. to stress. That's 90%. That's, you know. Stressed out. That's a lot of stuff. Heart problems, digestive problems, mental illnesses, stress plays a role and it might not be the only thing, mm. but it is a major factor. And I think, I think that's the, the aspect that needs to be addressed is the, we don't actually want to go in because that, that would mean getting off the treadmill for a moment stress. and stopping. And it may require time inwards to sit and really navigate what's in there. So I think a lot of people are reluctant to do that for lack of time. So true. I am nodding a recognition over here. <laughs> so this definitely happens to me. And I think that I can think of one client in the sisterhood who spoke to us at retreat about keeping busy. And mm. another client in the actual program who didn't come to retreat, who is constantly looking and trying to do something. And when you hear someone that's always busy doing something and can't stay still or won't slow down, yep. right? you kind of have to ask, well, what are you keeping yourself busy for? Yeah. And so 
what are you trying to escape or what are you trying to not see or hear? Because when you're busy and you're booked out and you're running around and you're just chaos, this is why COVID was so fucked up for people, right? Mm -hmm. This is, it wasn't because of COVID. It was because you were trapped in your home with your thoughts, with the people that trigger you, your family, (laughs) you know, and like with food and with television and with alcohol and most people, that was an opportunity. Wouldn't you agree for us to like, well, it was a disruption right? Yeah. Of, our, of our of our habits. Mm. It was a disruption of our patterns. You know, I, I what is the saying? Like you'll get to the age of 35 and 99 or 95% of your, of the way you think, of the way you feel and the way you act is on automation. It's automatic. Yeah. Autopilot, yeah. You're an, you're an autopilot. So I, I think many of us fall into that trap of just doing the same thing over and over again thinking that it's getting us into a different location or, or getting us to a new place, but really not enough awareness or on why we're doing what we're doing. Mm. So I think we kind of, you know, and like you said, COVID was a big disruption to the, our patterns. And maybe for the first time, because of that disruption, you were seeing, I don't like the job that I, I'm yeah. doing, or I don't like this partner that I'm with, or I don't like the house <laughs> that I live house. in, or I don't like the location. Because up until that moment, your awareness was very closed off and it was just you were on automation and now there's this awareness that kicks in going because what happens is when the especially with the brain when when it realizes that a pattern or a habit has been broken our awareness actually really kicks in Mm. it's almost a survival instinct because it's almost it's almost a a danger response because it's realizing hey what we thought was comfortable what we thought was familiar is now different and now the body's in this hyper um, hyper vigilance, and it's looking at around and looking at the things and going, "Oh my gosh, everything's changed now. What's going on? What's the danger?" And I think in that moment, many people would have gone, "Hang on, yeah, <laughs> this sucks. This yeah. life is shit." And you know, and <laughs> the veil comes and off. It does, and yeah. and for some people, that may have been the uh, the inspiration to make some major changes in their life, and maybe for others. It, it caused them to retreat even further. Yeah, well, it's true. It's a bit confronting, I think. And we talk a lot on the podcast about why we don't do the work and how scared we are to go back there, air quotes. Mm. And we can't go back there. And it's like, there's no going back anywhere. You, you already did it. So if we don't attack and, and go forward into these these things that we've experienced, you don't get to claim the benefits and the lessons. And then also you end up repeating it because you didn't understand it. So you go again and it keeps happening. And these are the patterns that for years, it feels like I can't break it, but it's, I've got this pattern with my health and it's not that I can't break it. It's that I haven't actually tackled it properly. I've done pieces and then moved away. And so I think the personal development journey gets the same. And so um, one of the things that I personally am going through, and I like to share with you all what I'm going through is uh, I've kind of woken up to the fact that I really need to slow down and I need to look after my internal health. Shut up, Hamish. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> have we done like nine podcasts on this already? Nope, we have not done. This is a new podcast. I'm a new sure. person. Um, if we go through it's been we- a lesson. I've got a, I've got a lot of podcasts about how I need to rest and blah, blah, blah. And, and I think it's a lesson that slowly, slowly has been tapping at my door. And this year, when I turned 40, I think that my midlife, like, it's not midlife, but like 40, shut up, my 40, midlife crisis of health, uh, (laughs) this 40-year-old me is like, hold on a minute, you know, I think that I feel more tired. I think that I want to spend more time with my children. I want to sit and watch fucking Bluey with Nava 
who constantly sits there and goes, can you just sit with me? Mm. And we've had our business for a while. We've been doing our thing. I'm great at hustling. Hamish knows I will make shit happen out of nothing and I will go ham. Mm. And I've got this competitive spirit. However, and I've never been a quiet, calm, inward nature kind of person. I've always been like a go, 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 fast, fast, crazy person. And now I'm kind of like, oh, I need a little bit of the inward vibes. And it's hilarious that I married my husband who is like the shamanic breathwork meditation calm he just did a meditation before spent that time doing that and i was who the fuck knows doing i was I on could, a podcast I still hear that. babe babe where are you babe i'm like what this? don't have an australian Is accent you okay? really screaming at me while i'm trying to meditate and he was doing fuck. a meditation and i'm like where, what are you doing go in and, <laughs> and release fuck your wife off. the distractions <laughs> so he's he does it he's good at it and and now i'm kind of like i i'm always and we talked about this because i'm doing like this this um inward detox i'll share about why on another podcast parasites i'm going to talk about it so we need to talk about that <laughs> anyway it's going to be a funny podcast worms worms in your culo anyway so <laughs> so i got into this whole like whoa internal health i need to really look at this whatever and then we found this rabbit hole and hamish knows this because he was a personal trainer and had a gym for over 10 years so hamish always knew this so the, the information was very close to me. I just wasn't listening to it. Isn't okay. Hmm. So anyway. Um, so you should listen to your husband more. Is <laughs> that right? Can I just get you to repeat that into the microphone just so we have it? My husband is usually always right. Usually always right? Most of the time. <laughs> Hamish is always right. Hamish is always right. right. Shut up. Shut up, Hamish. Shut up. Shut up, buddy. Shut up. But he is. He's always right. Anyway. <laughs> shout out to our... Sri Lankans listening to the podcast. I'll get that. Sri Lankans. Um, so Hamish and I were like chatting and we found this stuff around cortisol. Mm. And obviously I'm 40. And if you're over 35 years old, you're going to get into perimenopause. Women, and we don't know anything about it. We did that episode with Dr. Kirsty yeah, really Holland. And it was one of our most popular episodes. Mm -hmm. She is a special medicine woman around all things women's health and hormones and wellness and menopause and perimenopause she's a fucking genius right so we talked about that i'm working with her i love her to death and the idea came up of cortisol and i went to guingana last year mm -hmm. this time last year and i realized i learned a lot about cortisol and how when you wake up the blue light and when you go to sleep mm -hmm. the phone all that stuff mm -hmm. and if you don't know about it th there's so much about that but what what i basically recently heard was like my issue with my body for me has always been like my stomach, right? And it's like, oh, it's a mummy tummy because I had two kids. I don't get really fat anywhere else in my body, but that area for me keeps being affected. Mm. And so I'm like, what is this? What is this? And then we looked at cortisol and how cortisol is really, sorry, some, some fuzz on your, there we go. <laughs> how cortisol is the thing that stores fat and it stores it there in your belly. Mm -hmm. So belly fat, waistline, all that. And it's and different to other fat in the body. It's different to other fat. And so we went on this rabbit hole of like cortisol and what cortisol is and the survival thing that we need and how we needed cortisol back in the day when we were being chased by lions and bears and tigers and shit yeah. and how, how good it is, survival. So if you're watching this or you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know about cortisol, if you had any childhood adverse experiences, if you had any trauma, if you had any abuse of any kind, Trust me, you, you have survival mode kicked in. Mm. And so survival mode kicks in all the time for when I'm running my business, when I'm doing anything exciting. I'm like, I'll just go into like 
burnout mode, action mode, and I'll do, 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 and I'll be on my laptop till midnight, and then I'll wake up at 6 a.m., and I'll go to the gym, and I'm just like, it's fucking full on. And what happens, she says, when you hit uh, a difficulty in your life, or you get into strife, or something bad happens, cortisol spikes, and we're just sitting. We're just sitting mm. in the meeting, pissed off. We're just sitting watching TV, and the news is giving us all the bad news. Mm. We're just sitting... Or you watch a really horrible movie. Horrible movie. How many movie? times you watch a oh, movie, fuck. remember? And you feel like crazy. And you're like, oh my God. And you're just sitting. So your cortisol. And you go to bed. <laughs> yeah, you go to bed. And your cortisol spiking and storing fat, 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 fat. And so I'm like, oh my gosh. So she was like, if you get stressed out during the day, move. And I'm like, I would be jump roping all fucking day. I'd be like, one second, I just need a jump rope. Because <laughs> your body needs to move the cortisol because it's flight or fright. It's like, oh no, there's a danger, go. So this brought us to this whole rabbit hole about how I'm like, Am I in high cortisol? All the time. Yeah. And Hamish said to me, because you don't slow down. Can you talk about the shower thing that you realized for me and before I go to bed when it's calm and how I get? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess leading on from what Eric is talking about with cortisol, obviously, you know, it gets a bad name cortisol because it is a stress hormone. Yeah. But we need, a, we need cortisol to, in the morning. It, it wakes us up. Yeah. Right. And if we were to look at a graph, you know, your, your cortisol would spike in the morning, it would, it would rise gently, it would maybe peak towards the mid part of the day or later part in the day, and it would slowly draw down. For nighttime, so you can go to bed. For nighttime. So there's less cortisol at night. Obviously, your body's moving into that rest and digest mode. But then as you cruise towards your bedtime, melatonin, you're falling to sleep. Melatonin levels rise and you go to sleep. Yeah. Right. And, and, and if you think about it, our body follows follows nature very closely mm. we are part of nature and often we when we get out of sync with those um rhythms yeah there, there is chaos in our lives so the sympathetic nervous system needs the cortisol in the morning to get the brain going and to get you active and alert great perfect and that's where you're doing 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 and you're active and you're working and all the wonderful things that we do in life right and it's it's important and it's necessary right we can't just sit and meditate on on a mountain for our entire life that's not going to work so this is that that's that yin right it's it's that beautiful part where we're active and we're doing things cortisol is there and we we make shit happen we take action but then the, the later part of the day we need to start winding down and what happens is the brain moves from that sympathetic nature into the parasympathetic which is that rest and digest hopefully <laughs> hopefully if, if we follow things and you, you notice the sun goes up and the sun goes down it's for that reason and you'll see it if you look into the research about the light as that light dissipates it's it actually causes melatonin to rise in the body so that you can go to sleep so everything in the nature is set up for us to be optimal yeah. it's just that we've created you know iPhones, iPhones, television. lighting televisions and that that interferes yeah. right so we wind down and 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 so this is why this is really important because as Erica winds down um, she and, she, and she becomes quiet and for her though the thing that she really what really helps her get into that parasympathetic state is really you know having a shower and if you see our water bill you'll see why <laughs> and the steam Hottest that shower comes out ever. of that shower is another so bad that's probably a whole nother mold podcast. issue <laughs> but what what happens is as she allows herself to relax and go into the parasympathetic I, I noticed that kind of um, imagination, creative side starts to really kick in. Shower wisdom. And we call it shower wisdom, but when we really looked at it, that's when Erica gets into that relaxed mode, when she's not focusing on 
actions that she needs to do when cortisol's high, she starts to drop in and starts to relax and gets into her body. That's where all the really great ideas come from, the creativity. And I guess that would be part of that prefrontal cortex, that that part of the brain that can imagine and, and mm. solve problems and, yeah. and all those kind of things. Creative. And it drops in during those times. And that's really where we started the Queen of Confidence because I remember you were having a shower and you yeah. ran downstairs going, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to do this new business, right? Yeah. And that really set us on this this journey. And and so we can, <laughs> I, would, I would say to her, you know, those those shower moments, although that time to wind down is really imperative for us as humans because it's where we give ourselves an opportunity to reflect. Yeah. And as we talked about in the in the first part of the podcast, many of us are on this autopilot mode run by stress, Hamster right? Wheel, so yeah. we're constantly in the sympathetic mode. We're constantly doing, 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 which is fine, but we lose the connection to why we're doing what we're doing, what's the purpose of it, and where are we going. Mm. That is reserved for that sympathetic, parasympathetic, reflective mind, right? So if we're doing this on a day-to-day basis, we're taking action, we're doing stuff in our, in our lives, in our world, and then when we come to the later part of the day, we're reflecting, we're contemplating we're getting feedback about our day we're thinking about how things could be different and how we could solve some of the problems from different perspectives that then fuels the action into the next day Mm. that then gets us up in the morning going oh i had that insight these are the actions i need to be taking or this is the area that i need to be going if we avoid that part of us if we avoid that opportunity to to slow down and to go within then we're a hamster on a wheel we just go, 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 go. And I've heard it from many of my clients. Mm. I've been going for 10 years and I, I don't like where I've ended up yeah. or I don't know how I got here. Yeah. And I think it's because of that inability or that unwillingness to stop and slow down and to drop in. And we live in a culture, right? We live in a hustle culture where we want to get more. We want to do more. Like we love YouTube and it's all yeah. about productivity. And, and I think that may appeal to a certain demographic, right? Or even a season. Or even a, definitely a even a season, life, right? Like beginning Not, season. And we don't want to put down that particular type of um, season, especially if you're in it. Yes, there yeah. is a period of your life where it is all work, mm-hmm. where it is just work and you've got to hustle because you've got to build and you've got to build your skills and you've got to build your finances or, or whatever it is. There, there is that period. But like I said before, if we're constantly in that state, of stress yeah. or constantly in that straight of hustle, then, you know, we're, 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 we're only going to lead ourselves down a, a track of poor health yeah. and, and, and not optimization of our thinking and not optimization of what we want to do in yeah. life. Right. Yeah. So definitely there is a season for that, but it, it's not a lifestyle to be following. Yeah. And I think we've got to a stage in our lives where we really, because we have kids, because we have businesses that we, we need to make sure that we balance out those types of functioning mm, mm. in order to go the distance because it is life is a marathon in some respects. So, yeah, yeah. so I, I think that's a really important thing that many of us don't make time and attention for. Yeah. And I think what Hamish was saying to me and like two days ago, he was like, how do we find more of the shower without you being in the shower and all day water. and wasting water and being, you know, in the shower for four hours. <laughs> but he was basically saying to me, like, you see, when you're in the shower, you see right before bed, because for me, right before bed, I'm like, all yeah, the magical yeah, ideas. Yeah, and I'm like, shit, right. I got a journal. Like, all my that's quotes right. come before bed. It's when I like take my children in and I talk about it a lot on the podcast when I like touch my kids feet and my husband and I'm like, 
I love them and I'd really like you touch me when I'm asleep yeah I touch you when you're asleep oh, wow. it's weird That's um but sweet. I do <laughs> I squeeze your butt cheeks what the? anyway so I'm like I'm like loving my family and having moments of gratitude and then all my thoughts and ideas why because everybody's asleep nothing's going on yeah. I have a moment to think and so Hamish was like babe you really got to find and this is for you thank you Rowan for the question we really have to find moments where we can do this and I say find because you have to create them. Yeah. They're not going to be there. It's never going to be a perfect time to join the sisterhood. It's never going to be a perfect time to start your business. There's never going to be a perfect time to go on a retreat. Like there's no perfect time. And what we usually do is we wait until we get cancer. Yeah. We wait until we get fucking parasites. We wait until we get sick. We wait until someone dies and we go to a funeral and we realize, oh shit, mm. like we all wait. And I'm like, why are we waiting? So here's the invitation. Like, how do we find these pockets? Like, go, one of the things that we were in a business program and our mentor said to us, every year in your calendar, book out your personal family time mm. before you book your sisterhood full day event, your creating confidence event, your retreats. Because I'm like, retreat's going to be this date. Hamish and I are going to do that. But we don't book out our date nights first. Yeah. We weren't booking out our family holidays. holidays yeah. And so our mentor was like, book that first. So... One of the things, tangible things you could do right now is have a look at your week, have a look at your calendar. What time can you book for yourself? And Rowan, you said you're going on the way to work five minutes in the car for coffee. That's on the way to work. Can you wake up a little earlier and sit with yourself in your living room yeah. without rushing in traffic or without being in your car uncomfortable? Can you be home? Can you do it at the end of the night? Can you do like, how do we find these pockets? And yeah. so I have fought meditation forever. I have fought slowing down forever. I, I feel like if I'm honest, this is my personal thing. If I slow down, I'm not going to get to where I want to get to. If I stop and slow down, I'm going to go backwards. Mm. If I stop and slow down, I won't be successful. I won't make the money. I won't hit my impact. So it's for me, slowing down equals slowing down everything. Mm. Right. That's my if I'm honest, that's what yeah. I think about. However, the opposite is true. When you dare to do the opposite, I went away to Guingana for seven days and I came back and fucking my business didn't die. It was better without me. <laughs> I completely learned about how addicted I, my hand was sewn to my phone and how I could unsew it and actually be present. Uh, it was completely transforming. When people come to retreat, it mm. transforms mm. their lives and they have five days of no phone, no family in a place that they don't know. Mm. So it's actually the opposite. The question is, how do you, how do you get more inside? Because even the work in the sisterhood, wouldn't yeah. you say, is very well, you, mind. You've just brought up a really good point, I think, and it's what we've yeah. actually been doing a lot in the business of yeah. late. Because the other side of me, for those that don't know, I'm a very inward person, but I'm also a, a very um, operations step-by-step -step base strategic. strategic person, right? And I guess that comes from that I'm a very reflective and contemplative person. So I sit there most of the time and I like to look at things from a bigger picture or yeah. from different angles and, I, and, I, and I, I make changes based on that. I think that's just how my brain works. And so talking to the point of being in cortisol and doing a lot, I think what many of us don't take the time to do, because we go, okay, Erica, you're telling me make more time for, you, for myself. And so what we do is we don't look at our lives. We just try to carve out that time. Mm. It becomes something that's not sustainable. It becomes something that's too hard. And we might do it for a couple of weeks like or a for task, a month, task. like a task. Yeah. And what happens is eventually something will come up at work. Something will come up with our family or friends. And like uh, 
beautiful um, podcast request, uh, Rowan has said, it, it, I, it, I lose it. Then I lose the momentum and then yeah. I, I don't get my coffee in the morning. I don't sit in front. And so then that's out of whack. And I think what it requires and what we've been doing in the business and, and in your life mm. has been taking that step back as in being that parasympathetic and more reflective and contemplative mode and taking a moment and look at what we're doing. Yeah. Like looking, zoom, zoom out, zooming out of our lives yeah. and realizing, Hey, hang on a minute. The way we're doing that task is really inefficient. We're taking yeah. too many steps. Yeah. You're or, so right. You're you know, so you know right. I mean? like, yeah. I know what you're saying. Like, like, yeah. Like if we use Rowan, for example, like the way that you're driving to work uh, and, and the time you wake up, and what you do when you first get up. Like, is all of that totally, optimal? Totally. Could you do that differently? Why do you even do that? Is there a better way? Like, that's what you're saying, like, like, like zoom yeah, out. Exactly. And like yeah. with the kids, right? We used to come home from the kids. We're kind of exhausted. And what we ended up doing was, was coming home from work. Um, and, the, and, and then at, you know, three, four o'clock, we pick them up. We go, boys, go watch some TV. And what me and Erica would end up do is continue to work, right? We're continuing to work till three, uh, sorry, four, five o'clock, six o'clock, right? Then they come over to us and go, mommy, daddy, I'm hungry. Then we're like, shit, we got to get dinner on. So then you're rushing to do dinner. I'm like, yes, that's right. Let me help you. I'll finish off work. Um, then I'm like, okay, boys, get up. Let's get into the showers. Let's get ready. It's chaos. Yeah. It's chaos, right? Then what ends up happening is, we don't get ourselves organized and sorted and the kids are not going to bed till 8, 30, 9 o'clock. That was a right? hot mess when we were doing Remember that? that? That was a hot mess. Then they're getting up in the morning. They're slow, obviously. They're tired. They were like, come on, let's get out because we're all exhausted. We're going to bed at now 11, 12 o'clock at night. We're getting out. We, we're tired in the morning. We're not running optimally. The morning becomes a rush because we want to sleep in. Then we're trying to make their lunches. We're rushing them to school. They're like, the whole thing so, is like so the whole fucking chaos. nervous system. Exactly. Like our nervous system. Like if you're living a life with kids and you're like, this sounds like, oh my God, that's my life. Just take a moment to consider your nervous totally. system. And then their nervous system. And think about how much cortisol and stress. Yep. It's like you're escaping the fucking tigers and jungles in the morning. And like, Totally. No and it's, 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 it's horrible environment for, for children totally. to, to grow up in. It's a horrible environment for us as parents to be in because we're not present. We're yeah. not focused. We're just like, go, right? And so we took a moment to take a step back. And I said to Erica, listen, there is no reason for us to be coming home and doing work once we pick the kids up. Yeah. Right? Listen, there may be times when it happens, right? There may be, there may be times when, it, when that will happen for us and things, emergencies will arise. Yeah. Sure. Okay, we can be flexible. But it can't be emergency. But it can't be emergency. Exactly. It can't <laughs> yeah, be emergency. Yeah. I said to you, if we look at our lives, if we get home once we pick up the kids at four o'clock, we can spend some time with them. We can go, hey, kids, watch some TV. Let's sit with them for half an hour. Then you and me get up at 4.30 and we start preparing you dinner. You act like you cooked dinner, motherfucker. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Because I clean. Listen. Okay, listen. Get in the kitchen. Woman. Erica's right. Erica's right. I don't cook dinner. Can I, you no, say no, it? She's right. She's right. I do not cook dinner. I am crap. She's a great cook. Thank you. She makes our food with Chef. a lot of love. She's amazing. But it does require some prepping and helping. So you I clean. Will, you do clean. I'm like the, the kitchen bitch in the back <laughs> trying to clean up her, Sexy her mess. Sexy kitchen bitch. All right. But the, the point I'm trying to make is we started dinner early. Yeah. We said to the boys, listen, TV has to go off by six o'clock because then they've got time to do their reading, any of their homework. Um, get prepared for the next morning. We pack their bag. Like they sleep in by seven thirty, yeah, and they're out. in bed by seven thirty. We've had dinner. We've had we've done their reading and their homework with them, and then we're seven thirty. You know, eight o'clock. They're in bed. We might watch some TV. We have some time to wind down and relax, and then we're in bed by ten ten thirty. Right. Yeah. 
we get up at then 6 30 yeah. 7 o'clock because we feel rested and the whole day is so much better so yeah. that's it, a machine it's a machine a it's, it's a system yeah. right and like a business is a system a family um household is also a system and so I th- and an individual is a system 100 so yeah. i'm saying you can't implement new things into your life especially like time for yourself and opportunities to go in if you haven't reviewed what the system doing? of your life totally. because eventually you will fail yeah yeah because so the true. system is against you as you can see with our lives the system was, was against us yeah. eventually we're going to go back but if we make a promise to ourselves and a, and a commitment to be like no work once we get home yeah that shifted everything for us. The whole thing now works better. Well, if I could tell you behind the scenes and just briefly, like we saw that in our team, there were systems that weren't working. We saw that the people that we had on our team needed some more direction and that we needed more help. So if we're working at home, it means that something's not done, which means that we're not communicating what we need to the people that are on our team. So that that just changed everything for us. So I love what you just shared there because really it's like before we change things, <laughs> what's currently what are we currently doing? Totally. Right? So what actually is happening right now? What are we currently doing? Have a look at it. Try to look at it like with no emotion. And we'll use Rowan as well. Rowan, look at your schedule. What are you doing? How's your life? Who's in your calendar? What's taking the time yes. in your calendar? Because y'all be like, I don't have any time. And I'm like, you fucking watched the football for two hours or you went to, you're watching TikTok. If you look at how much you spend on TikTok, like yeah. we have time. Okay? All distractions. And what was the, what was the, the stat? Every interruption. Oh, is if you're focusing on a, on a on particular a task, task yeah. and someone interrupts you, it takes you 23 minutes to come back to the flow of that task on average, right? Yeah, because you get distracted. So think about how many distractions there are for you. And we notice that with you. Yeah, and, a yeah. lot of people messaging, messaging, texting, yeah, 100%. and you're responding. And then they're like, there's another stat that's like, if your phone is in eyes view, if your phone is in your view when you're doing something, you lose like 30% of your IQ. <laughs> like your 30% of your IQ drops. Like... <laughs> There's so much. So here's the thing. We're not going to change the world. We're not going to change AI. We're not going to change technology. I love it. I'm so happy that I can call my mom who lives in America via FaceTime and she can see my kids. I'm so happy that WhatsApp, I can message whoever I want. I'm so happy that my, my clients and my listeners and my followers and my amazing community can message me on Instagram and I can send a voicemail. Like how amazing is the technology? So it's not about like not loving what's going on or I mean, we're in the best time of our lives right now with technology. The problem is the user error. So if we can get better at going first thing in the morning, I'm not checking my phone. Uh, by this time at night, I'm done with that. Like my kids, six o'clock when we did that, it yeah. changed the Didn't fucking it? game it really and did. video games. They don't have iPads. They don't use YouTube for kids. Cause I think that shit's the devil. Mm. It is so bad. The shit that's in there and you don't know as a parent what they're watching. That's a whole other podcast, but <laughs> it is fucking terrible. Like, mm. holy shit. So we took that. That's gone. They have a Nintendo switch, which on the weekend they can only play. And Hamish is now making them do chores for time of play like it's amazing so we saw how our kids look different i see when me and hamish aren't working every single night or we're not bogged down by tasks and shit how we are happier i see how he's happier when we're eating better food and we're moving our bodies and he does a meditation or breath work or i can have a four-hour shower like (sighs) like we spend time with friends and we're happier. Like these are the things that are important. So number one, tangible shit, as we wrap this up, what are you currently doing? What are you currently doing? Look at your current calendar, your current schedule. 
what's happening and is that the best way to operate for you mm. is that the best way to operate for your well-being is that the best way to operate for your um for, to, for you to be optimal and if you have a family is that the best way to operate for your family mm. and i mean this a lot of hamish's clients you know they come home from work 6 p.m they do physical labor the men yeah. trades and the wife's been home with the kids and the kids get thrown at the husband the husband's not even there because he's just left physical labor and it just goes into a fucking autopilot yeah. there's no sex there's no communication yeah. there's no unwinding and, it's and just how like, would you have sex right <laughs> like if you think about these couples and we've done a lot of power yeah, couples robotic work as fuck. A, a telltale sign usually is that there is no sex in the marriage and there's you no think intimacy, about that right? yeah because there's no time for intimacy there's no time for connection and if there's resentment that builds up over time and Which it, it usually does yeah then that resentment never gets cleared it only builds up right and so that the opportunity for connection withers away even further. So you've got this stressful system, stressful lifestyle that mm. you run. The opportunity for connection and unity and sex and sexual connection is non-existent because one, for one thing, your body is in total stress. Survival. So that, that's, you, don't, you don't have sex when you're in survival. You need to be in the parasympathetic nervous system. You need to be in the emotional state. You need to be the, on the inward. So Good luck having a connection with your partner if you're struggling to go inwards as it is. Yeah. So, so it's set up for, for failure here, mm. right? And then what happens over time? If there's no connection and unity and intimacy with a couple, it only leads to the breakdown of that relationship. It'll erode, yeah, 100%. Right? So yeah. We've, we've got the whole thing back to front, really. Yeah, yeah. And then if we think about what I was looking at when I was um, changing my diet and working on my health is like we eat so much shit we eat so much processed shit in a bag, chips, uh, fucking bad food, fast food. Food is delivered to our door. We don't even have to work for it. You can order that shit on an app. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. the food that we're eating is gloggy, like pastas and, and carbs and sugar heavy. And, you know, and the inside of our body is not good. And then we have no energy. And then on top of that, we're trying to be better and develop ourselves. Um, yeah. We're struggling at work. There's stress. We're not saying what we want to say because we lack confidence and we care what people think about us. The connection is missing with self. The connection is missing with family. The connection is missing. And then it's like this, then you're watching television and then you're 24 seven fucking on your phone. It's wild. So the whole thing is a fucking hot mess, right? So what we're saying, um, the good news is you look at your it. life. Yeah, you could change it. That's the good news of this podcast. <laughs> That's about it. But you have to start by looking at it. Look at your life. So number one is have a look at how you're running. You have to bring awareness to it. Have a look at how you're running. You can't change something you're not aware of. Exactly. And I think that a lot of the, we talk a lot about this in a retreat and even in our sisterhood program, is like now that you know there's a problem, okay, what do I need to do to change it? Hold on a minute. Mm. How is there a problem? Why is there a problem? Where does the problem come from? Get to really understand it before you go, all right, tomorrow I'm changing it. It's like, no, like you just, you just realize that what you're doing, maybe you got some awareness right now that what you're doing is not so supporting you and serving you. Have a look at the whole thing. Yeah. How could you reverse engineer some time for you? And time for you could be you're going for a walk. You might like a moving meditation. You might like to walk. You might like to garden, right? Like gardening is really good for your mental health. Yeah. You might like to go to the gym and that's your time for you or do yoga. Like it's not like sit at home and meditate. No. Like, and, I, and I think what you might want to do if I was going to yeah. uh, look at an approach to this so maybe this podcast you're listening to, it may start to bring up some awareness to where things are wrong for you, right? Mm. And like Erica said, you, you may be, become overwhelmed because you may see many areas of your life that are not, not working for you yeah. or are, not, you know, are causing this stress or the system is broken. 
and and then my this is my PT brain comes into it. Tackle some of the smaller ones first. Mm. Tackle some because you know you might find a bunch, you might find ten areas that need work, and maybe there's some big ones there, some boulders, and maybe there's some small little pebbles, right? Mm. And if we want to go on this journey of changing our lifestyle or changing our life, it's much easier to get the small wins quicker or at the start. That, and that'll help us look at the bigger things later on, right? Mm. The bigger things might be maybe you need to change your job or maybe you need to change your relationship. Maybe you need to change where you live. Well, there are big things that make, there'll be many steps and may take time. Yeah. But there may be smaller things like what we did with our lifestyle. We looked at making a boundary of not working once we got back home, right? It was an easy win. It was a simple step, right? But it started this um, trajectory of us being more present at home, reducing the stress, being more organized, organized. in the morning. Fuck, and so that, that compounds over the week to be a much more enjoyable, funner week, a much more enjoyable, fun. And we have more weekend. energy. And we, we have, have more, more energy. energy. So now we have more energy to maybe tackle some of the big things. So consider that your approach. Don't yeah. be like so overwhelmed that you're like, fuck, I can never change my, oh, I have to change my entire life. Start with the small things and the easy wins and work your way up from there. Mm, I love that. Um, so tangibly, have a look at your things. Choose a few simple things that you can actually do so that you can connect and have some time with yourself. Um, I think that obviously there's meditation apps, there's breathwork apps, there's, you know, if you're in the sisterhood, Hamish has a whole meditation program in there. You know this, there's breathwork videos in the content gallery. Like that's not so much, that's like the icing, right? The tips and the tricks. We have a lot of tips and tricks. There's a lot of information out there on how you can meditate and do breath work and ice plunges and all that jazz. To be honest, we won't do it if we haven't realized what's stopping us from doing it. I want you to find, we want you to find some time where you can actually be with self. And if it starts with you have a shower that your phone doesn't go in there and your kids aren't in there and you're alone, then you can start to think and see how calm and relaxed you feel or you go away. I had a girlfriend of mine recently. I said, go away by yourself for two days. Yeah. Like no phone, put the phone on airplane, tell people where you are, but put your phone on airplane, go away, bring a journal, go somewhere beautiful and be with yourself for two days. Get some clarity, see yeah. what comes. She doesn't have children. She was able to figure out how to do that. Yeah. And I just know these two days for her are going to open up so much because she pushed pause on the fucking hamster wheel, yeah. she pushed pause on the notifications and then asking questions and the, I need this from you and I need that from you. And if you work, we suck at boundaries at work. Most of us take our work home. Totally. Our boss is over asking because we're overdoing. And so th- these are the things, if you're listening to this podcast for somehow you got drawn to this one, there's an invitation here for you to find a way to have a look at what you're doing and choose to slow it down so you can make time for yourself to go inward Mm. and see what are you doing? Why are you doing it? Should you keep doing that? What do you really want? Who the fuck are you? Why are you here? Is this working? Like it's like a zoomed out approach. And when you zoom out, oh my God, we did that training with the sisterhood, that 10 year plan. Yeah. We did this 10 year plan with them and it was incredible because people got to see how day to day they were living and they went, whoa, actually in 10 years, I could, in five years, in three years. And and, and that's really, in honesty, that's the real, the best part of the sisterhood, right? Yeah. That, that's what I love about it so much. We have our immersion days and we have these, uh, you know, the live, the, yeah. the live events. Or, and it really is, every woman has said to us, it, it, 
we, we've almost forcing them that opportunity to stop and look at their yeah. lives, right? Like, I mean, eight hours to look, stop and work totally, on you. Look at their thoughts. Yeah. Look at their emotions. Look at their relationships. I mean, it's not easy, but how often, like we often, we often say at those events, mm. how often do you create that time? You know, and yeah. well, that's what yeah. I love about the sisterhood program is like we force these ladies. You have yeah. to show up and when you sign take up, time. you have to be there. And so much comes out of those days. And so many ladies say, look, I wasn't going to come today because I had 50 things to do. But now I'm glad I came because now I have clarity on this particular area. Exactly. So I do love that about our yeah, program because yeah. it really does force you to, to confront some of these things. Yeah. yeah. So do it yourself or join us and we can force you to do it. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's so true. Like yeah. when do we make eight hours for ourselves? When do we give ourselves one hour? How many women I speak to on Instagram and you with your clients that are like, I just don't have any time. And I'm like, whoa, oh, if oh, you've oh. been saying that. Go find out where your time is going. So every day, you know how we keep food journals? Keep a time journal. What did I do today? I was on Instagram for an hour. Cool, no shame. Uh, what did I do then? I had a phone call with someone who wanted to pick my brain for two hours. Okay, cool. Mm. I did this with my mom and I was at my mom's house for five hours. You know, what are you doing with your time? Have a look at this because if you don't have a look at it, you're never going to be able to find the time for yourself to do what you need for you when that means going inside, whether that means journaling, like on your way to work with a coffee is not good enough. That's, that's still, you're, you're rushing this through. And I want to be clear, this shower wisdom and the time off is not for you to be more productive. So don't do it to get more ideas. Mm. Do it because you need to stop and rest the machine and yeah. the mind and, and, and really slow it all down so that you can take a breath. And by doing that, on a default, you will get some open clarity. So don't do it for that because then everything we do is productive. It's like, you don't have to always be productive, yeah. you know, like yeah. you get to fucking chill. So I hope that that answers your question, Rowan. And for anyone who's listening to this podcast and is like, I'm a psycho, I'm a crazy, fast, crazy person, but it's not going to serve me in the long term because I'm going to go into my reserve mm -hmm. of survival mode because mm -hmm. I know how to do that shit because my whole life was about survival mode. And if you've had any kind of trauma or bullying or any kind of shit that happened to you, and most of us have, you know how to go into survival mode. Mm. And that is, that is almost programmed for us so easily mm. that we have to try really hard, as Joe Dispenza says, to break the habit totally. of being yourself. Break totally. that habit. You can't go back to what you know. It's like, ooh, that's not serving me. What else can I do? So I hope that helped you because Mr. Kramer over here is my go-to zen yin. Yep. You just always remind me, and yoga really helps me. That if you're looking for something tangible, yoga is really good for me because mm. it's like a moving meditation. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk again to you because I really want you to talk about yeah. spirit and shamanic work. Yeah. And I think that the way we work together, for those of us that work with us, you know that I bring a lot of the mind and the thinking and the fast and the ba -ba 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 -ba, all that up here. And Hamish is really in the program and how we work, even at our retreats. Hamish is really like turn the mind off, shut up go into the body. So he like locks you out of your head and puts you into your body where all of the stuff comes, like your yeah. somatic work, your, the body remembers, right? The body keeps score, like all the mm. trauma, all the emotions, like all the shit that's trapped totally. is not up here. And this is why we work so well together because you really help people access that inside from themselves yeah. and deeply connect with themselves. Yeah, one of our mentors once said to us, the longest journey you'll ever go on is the journey from your head to your heart and it's kind of that oh, idea of yeah. you know we're so up here and it's such a hard journey to get into the body and into the into the heart of us to, yeah. to connect with that so and i think that's true for many of us and, yeah. and it's it's a journey that we're all <laughs> making our way making our way down mm, you know? mm. 
So hopefully this helps you. We love you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And if you enjoyed this, tag us on Instagram at the Queen of Confidence and at the Hamish Quema. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your ears and your energy and your attention. Thank you for letting me into your world. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this podcast. There are so many podcasts you can listen to. And I deeply, deeply, for real, for real, appreciate you listening to mine. Do me one big favor, one big thing. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs to hear this. This is my mission on planet Earth to serve as many women as possible so that we could show up, stand up, speak up, and create the confidence and the life that we desire. I appreciate you, my love. I will see you on the next episode. 